you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day to day. Mm. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Forever35.
Hello and welcome to Forever 35A podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts. No, we're not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And before we get into it, a friendly reminder that you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mention on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod and Instagram at forever35podcast. And you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is serums. There is also a Forever 35 subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash forever35 where people are. Oh, yes. Sorry. Go ahead. People are people are getting into it on there. Are they? Yeah. I mean, just not not in like a contentious way. Just like people are chatting. Cool. I love it. Forum. I don't know. I don't use Reddit. I'm an old lady. Uh. But I do use text and voicemail, and you can reach us via text and voicemail at 781-591-0390, or you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. All right. Okay. Let's let's get into <sighs> the really important stuff, which is you showered today. I did. Now, look, well, the one conversation that we've been having that's come up with that I, I really do appreciate listeners gently calling us in on this is that you and I or work from home people, whether there's a pandemic or not. But during this pandemic, some people are getting up and going to work and dealing with some very stressful work situations. So that's true. Yes. They may not be able to relate to our lazing about in our sweatpants for 58 days and not bathing. But for you and I, and I think for some other people, it's been very kind of disorienting to have your kids at home, to be working from home, to have your kind of usual routine, whatever that looked like, altered. Yeah. And I was, re- I, I really feel that. And I, and so I just want to preface that by saying, like, we know this isn't everybody's experience, but, you know, last night, like, it was real grimy. I, I exercised and then I didn't shower. I just put my pajamas on all like sweaty and I was just like, ah. And then this morning when I woke up, I, I <laughs> that right there, those ogre noises. Sexy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can tell my husband is, Probably still still turned on by me after uh. all these years. <laughs> but today I got up and I went about my morning as if it was kind of like a, a normal before times day. Like if I had to get out of the house and get my kids to school and I, I got up and showered and I I haven't personally done this in a while. This kind of like, you know, it's it's seven in the morning and you're standing there in your bathroom freshly showered and it just felt it felt really good to kind of just get up and and clean off and almost like trick my brain into feeling like I had more of a routine. I think that's what's been this kind of rudderless feeling for me personally has been really just, it's just kind of, it eats away at your brain a little bit, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and yeah. um, And so it felt, it, it felt very grounding. I don't even know how else to describe it. Like just to kind of like, it almost felt like I was tricking myself into feeling um, like things were normal when things are clearly mm. not normal, but yeah. that was just like a comforting, it was a comforting feeling. I don't know. Felt good. I like this because I had a somewhat similar experience today. Shall I go on? Oh yeah. I'm not stopping you. Okay. So I had to interview someone today over Zoom for a story that I'm writing. Okay. Which more on that later. Can't wait. Can't wait. And 
I also showered and blow dried my hair and put on makeup and regular clothes. And you felt amazing. It, it, it felt good. It felt good. It, I, I will say it was nice to feel just like a little more human for a couple of hours because I don't know, yesterday, especially I was feeling like a little bit like a swamp creature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think because I've been, I've had so much work this week that I haven't really gone outside. And so I've just been feeling very like, ugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So at least when I put on a little bit of makeup, I I don't look like I've been locked inside for like your you know, a week. Life locked upstairs in Jane Eyre. Yes, exactly. Spoiler alert if you haven't read Jane Eyre. I love a spoiler alert for like a two hundred year old book. I mean, someone maybe hasn't read Jane Eyre. They might not know. You know, I wonder though, like as we've been thinking about what this is like for people who are going to work every day. Does it feel we're going to, and we're going to talk more about this in an upcoming episode, but I'm wondering what this feeling is for people who are up and at them at it in like a public space every day. What is a feeling of, of relaxing or normalcy for you? Maybe we'll get into it on our essential when we hear from essential workers who are in the workplace. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Well, I love the fact that you blue blue dried, blow dried your hair because you got to experience how long your hair is right now. Yes. What's happening with that? Are you going to cut it? So my hair is very long. (laughs) It hasn't been this long decades literal literal decades i sent you a picture of it you confirmed that it is in indeed long it's very it's just, long it's not just my imagination no, it's like universally long too it's not just in that like oh it's long for you phase it's yeah. like, you have long hair now and you do have long hair now this is my core legacy long hair so yeah so now i'm kind of like well what should I do with it? Like, should, do I need like a long hairstyle? Do I just let it grow? What happens now? Well, welcome to the long hair side of things. <laughs> Thank you so much. You've been here for a while. I'm kind of, I'm now in like a shoulder length zone, but um, I would say just welcome. We're glad you're here. We welcome Thank everyone. Thank you. Uh, I don't think you need to do anything. Long hair is the style. Right. See, I'm not used to this. I mean, you could could hack yourself like a cool bang. You know, I had bangs for so many years that like not having bangs feels like an achievement. You know what I mean? Sure. But like, don't don't get too attached to the not having bangs. You're saying I look better with bangs and I should just cut bangs. I I hear you. This is my roundabout passive aggressive way. So, have you thought about bangs? I just mean like, there's no like. I get that feeling of holding on to that like that weird feeling of hair accomplishment. Like, I certainly I, I had that recently where I grew my hair really long, and it's like now that I'm here, I never want to go back. But like, attachment to hair is fleet. Like, if for most of us, our hair is going to grow back 
presumably. So mm-hmm. you can do stuff with it. It's true. And I, it's true. I just say you, you look lovely without bangs. This is not a comment on how Thank you look. You, it's just more like a, what could be fun to do with all this hair that you have? Yeah. I'm also realizing that like I have very fine hair. I've thin hair, which I've talked about many times on this podcast. And I'm realizing that long hair is great camouflage for thin hair. Is that so? Yeah, because people are like, oh my God, your hair is so long. And like, like, oh my God, long, your hair is so length, thin. Right, the length of the hair just becomes the thing. Oh, you mean like it's the first thing people notice? Yeah. Like rather than noticing your like your presumed hair thinness, which to yeah. be quite honest with you, I never noticed about your hair. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just feeling I'm just like feeling myself with the long hair. Good that you should be feeling yourself with the long hair. That's a good feeling. Thanks. Thank you. How are you embracing it? Like what is long hair Dory like? Are you more like are you braiding it? I'm just like footloose and fancy free. (laughs) Okay. New year, new me, you know? I like this. I this. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll get some beachy waves. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what you do with long hair. Like, I'm just like, oh, my hair is long. Also, because like 95% of the time I have it up. Well, this is like... My answer with what you do with long hair is you put it in a scrunchie on top of your head. In yes. Like a, a big floppy half bun thing. Yes, exactly. So that, that's how my hair usually is. And then like every so often I take it down and I'm like, oh, look at that long hair. Mm-hmm. I have hair. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Maybe this will change once we're out of lockdown and I'm actually leaving the house. And I'll want like my tresses out in the open. Also, I'm going to refer to them as my tresses now. Your tresses. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is me now. Oh my God, long hair has made you insufferable. Really cool. Really cool. <laughs> oh, your tresses. Oh, my tresses. In totally unrelated news, I have a pop culture recommendation. So, okay. as everyone knows, I watched The Queen's Gambit, mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I'm now reading the book, The Queen's Gambit, Hmm. the show was based on. And I'm also enjoying it. And what is so interesting about it is it is very faithful. The show was very faithful to the book in a way that I feel like most TV shows are not. So then would you want to read the book? Like, are you just going to be rereading what you already did? What you already did if you watched it? Kind of, but like I feel like you get more of Beth, the protagonist's like interior life. And it's like, I don't know. It's interesting to me. I think you have I think I think if you liked the show, you should read you should read the book if you kind of want more. But if you were sort of met on the show, don't read the book because it's like basically the same thing as the show. I'm just anyway, I'm enjoying it. I also have to say I'm making my way very slowly through the flight attendant, the show, although that is also based on a book that I plan on reading. But 
it's so stressful that I can only watch like half an episode at a time. Okay. I don't even know what who is. Who is what is that? Flight Attendant is a show on HBO Max. Okay. Starring Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, yes. It's this show. Yes. And so, sh- and uh, so, uh, so- Mam- Sasha Mamet, Sasha Mamet, Sasha Mamet, mm-hmm. um, who, who I'm enjoying. She's she's quite good in it. And yeah, the, the premise of the show is Kelly Cuoco plays a flight attendant who's kind of a hot mess who meets this all happens in the first like 10 minutes of the show. She meets a passenger on a plane to Bangkok. She goes back to his hotel room like they have they go on a date essentially and then when she wakes up in the morning he is dead next to her in bed but like slashed Ooh. to death Ooh, oh like, god okay yeah like horribly mutilated and then Jesus. the rest of the show is kind of her trying to solve the mystery of his death okay that sounds interesting it's good i'm kind of like i might be a kaylee cuoco fan based solely on her instagram you know what? She's really good in this. Cool. Good for her. Okay. Yeah. Really. Hey, Dory. <laughs> yes. Kate. Have you have you watched Bridgerton yet? I have. I watched the whole thing. Oh, you did? You've already watched it? I haven't started yeah. it. Oh, really? That I'm surprises love it, me. Right? It's I know. so up your alley. It's like I made know. for Kate Spencer. I've been like kind of saving it. And and I think mm. tonight's the night I get into bed and turn it on. Oh yeah. Okay. You're gonna love it. I am right. It's, that, it's the not, Duke it's is like, hot. It's not perfect, but the Duke is super hot. It's very entertaining. And yeah, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm. I would love like some p- more pop culture wrecks if people are um watching anything anything good. Yeah, let us know. Mm. Well, the you know, I am slowly making my way through Louise Penny's book Still Life. Oh, and I have to say, this is like kind of my first cozy mystery. Uh huh. How's that working out for you? It's it's like a funny juxtaposition. I really like it, but it's like everything is so quaint, but also like a woman's dead. Totally. <laughs> so it's like they're like describing like the food they're eating for Thanksgiving and Canada, and like. They're staying at a bed and breakfast and like everything is just delightful and like charming. But then like they're also just solving a possible murder. It's it's I've never I've just never this is not a genre I I have a lot of experience in. So it's interesting, but like I look forward to it every night when I get into bed. I open up my my book and I I have some like cozy reading time and then I go to bed like not distressed. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. On that note, shall we take a little pause? Let's do that. Um, when, we, when come, we come back, oh, Dory. Well, why don't you? Why don't you tell everyone okay. who we're talking to? Um, we are talking to the hilarious comedian Atsuko Okatsuka, who we just had a, a blast talking to her. It was so much fun. Atsuko also works with Sammy Junio, our producer. So that was very exciting for us all to gather connected through the wonderfulness of Sammy. Um, but she's just an incredibly funny and insightful and interesting person. And we had a great 
We had a great chat. Yeah. She's she's truly delightful. All right. We'll be right back. And when we come back, we're talking to Atsuko. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, like, I, I I, don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it, like, the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like, get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And 
The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Our guest today is Atsuko Okatsuka. Atsuko, welcome to Forever 35. We're so glad you're here. I'm so glad I'm here. Thank you so Yay. much for having me. Let's tell our listeners a little bit about you. Atsuko is a stand-up comedian, writer, actor, and podcast host. She was named a comedian to watch in Vulture's 2018 and Time Out's 2019 lists. She's the host of the popular live show and podcast, Let's Go Atsuko, a woke Japanese game show. She's written for Adult Swim's The Eric Andre Show and Soft Focus with Jenna Friedman and is in season three of HBO's Room 104. And her debut comedy album, But I Control Me, was released 
in 2020. I should say this is coming out in 2021. So now it mm-hmm. wasn't released earlier this year. It was released last year. Great. Oh, right. Anyway. right. So confusing. No. Look, um, Kate, I have I'm nothing tr- coming out next year because uh, 2020 was like, you know. <laughs> it, 2020 was wild. Yeah. Yeah. In, like, are we at the point where we can reflect on 2020 yet or are we still kind of always going to be living in 2020 a little bit? Do you know what I mean? Like, is, are we ever going to be able to like put it in the past or will it haunt us forever? I think that, I mean, people are getting tattoos that say 2020, literally just 2020 on it. So for oh. those, for those folks, I think it will haunt them. <laughs> uh, I That's how those work, right? Tattoos. Yes. I feel like we follow the same people on Instagram who just got those tattoos. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, well, I have a friend who got Bernie Sanders tattooed thinking he was going to win both times, but then it didn't happen. So that's also, that also haunts him. Um, things you wanted, things you wanted to work out, but didn't tattoo yeah. on you. Do you have any tattoos? I do. I have two little tiny ones. One, like it's on my thumb and then like below my thumb so that, um, <laughs> so that my parents won't see them. What? Because I'm 12. Because <laughs> I still care what they think. Let's go. Yeah. Um, we're, I just want to say we're doing this on Zoom so we can see you. And right. your nails look amazing. Oh, thank you so much. That's right. Oh, you're so good at this segue thing. Back to self-care. <laughs> uh, my nails, <laughs> they're press-ons. Uh, yeah, that I ordered online and I just, I just continued doing press-ons because it was, you know, the nail salons were closed and I wanted to, I gesture a lot with my hands, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I was like, well, let's decorate them at least. What for, brand, what brand of press-ons are they? It's called Marmalade Nails. Oh, I've never heard of this. Their graphics got me. I'm a graphics girl. Well, they look great. The color really pops. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's Can like I- a. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you about life with a press on? Because I've worn them for like a one night event, but I get paranoid having them on for a long time. Like, do you put them on and you can keep them on for a week and do your regular life things with them? You cannot. Okay. Uh, they, <laughs> you cannot. They definitely fall off. My There's all corners in my, my house. There's just like press ons that just flew off. And, uh, like while we're sweeping, we'll find them, you know, still to this. No, they look good. They, they, they supposedly stay on for two and a half weeks, the glue. And, um, but you know, sometimes you open up a jar and there it goes flying really, really fast. <laughs> and you don't, you don't have time to go looking for it, um, till you sweep, which is only once a month. Oh God. Yeah. If that at this <laughs> point. Yeah, there's food rotting in every corner of my house right now. For real, for some reason, and this is just, you know, this is why you don't you don't put judgment on people, not judgment, but this is a good judgment. I would have assumed both of you did like were like super on top of your stuff, you know, in that. (laughs) Did you you. say food rotting everywhere? I would have never. Oh, oh, I'll find like. (laughs) I mean, uh, uh, in all, all seriousness, once my dog took a shit in like the play area of my house inside and no one in my family noticed for like a week, 
Oh. Because we're just so messy. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is too extreme and you don't want to know this. You, but also, yeah, no, you, have, a, you have a very small dog. I do. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like a massive dog. It wasn't a German shepherd, but it, but no, there's always like a blueberry that I find. There's always something. Yes. Like, and my kids are doing school in their bedrooms. So like one of them will just leave like an apple rotting on her desk. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just anything goes at this point, you know? Dory is a good friend. That is a good friend that brings up like technical stuff. That's like that. Try, you know, you're like you're self deprecating and then, you know, about someone's defecation and and they're like, well, that's a small dog. It's a tiny piece of poop. How would you have seen it? You know, in your I mean, in your defense, the, honestly, the poop is a small poop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's still like fecal matter existing in an inside space. Look, Kate, I still think you're disgusting, but thank you, thank you. <laughs> you're like a little less disgusting. Thank you. Um, getting back to your nails, though, and away from my dog's bowel movements, Atsuko, do you, or are nails a big part of your self care? And were they something like pre COVID time that you were getting done? Do you do them yourself? Is it another form of of self-expression for you? Like, what are nails? Yeah, nails became, yeah, self-expression once I started. Only just for like a year before COVID, you know, just like a year before COVID, I feel like I finally found myself. You know, I've had this haircut, for example, this exact same haircut for like a year now. I mean, like, or two now. Okay. I forgot this whole 2020 year happened. But yeah, you know, so for some reason, I just decided to stick with things, you know, 2019. So like I do nails, you know, I'll change them up every month. I have, you know, new colors, maybe new designs on my nails and, um, and, uh, and my, my hair will stay the same. And, you know, I use the same skincare, uh, products. I use the same, you know, I, I kind of, I don't know if it's like, I got branded or something. Sorry, that's so disgusting to say. Uh, <laughs> my nose just starts bleeding when I say <laughs> industry terms like that. Uh, anyway, but you okay, can, you're like yeah. it's like for, it's it's become like practice for you. What are your skin? What are your skincare faves? If you're stuck in in using not stuck using the same ones, but you've like committed mm-hmm. to this relationship, do you have anything that you are very loyal to? Yeah, it's uh, Kiehl's. Kiehl's is a brand that uh, you just shook your head. Are you anti Kiehl's? No, I'm not. I, you know, it's interesting. They, I feel like in the last month, every guest has I been a just Kiehl's user. That. Yeah, <laughs> Kiehl's has been a hot, hot topic. Yes, lately. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you with my facial reaction, but go on, no. go on. Give us this Kiehl's recommendation. No, because I need to know because I don't, I didn't, I'm not someone that's done extensive research on beauty and all that. I'm I'm pretty new to it. Again, these kinds of regimens, I didn't start till like 2019. Um, but, you know, I've always had problems in my life with like, uh, sometimes it's random acne out of nowhere. And I'm like, what? I thought I was an adult or my mm. skin getting really, really dry sometimes. And I'm really, really oily sometimes. And I always just dealt with it um, by like either putting pounds of makeup on or whatever. And finally uh, I started adulting in other areas of my life. And so I was, um, you know, as life caught up to me and adulthood caught up to me, um, you know, or like my makeup started running during an interview or something. And they're like, wow, you have a lot of makeup on. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm trying to hide the acne, you yeah. know? And so I was like, 
this would all be solved if I just, you know, had a base routine that works mm. for my skin or whatever. And Kiehl's works for me and my husband. So it's like a way where we can both use the same products. Um, I wonder if, yeah, I wonder why everyone uses Kiehl's. Is it maybe because you could get like, yeah, I have no idea. It's those doctors. We all trust doctors now and everyone who works there looks like one. And so... Yeah, I they think make, that's what it is. They, yeah, make they wear the, the people, lab coats. <laughs> yes, they wear white lab coats, so they look very smart. Yeah. Like it tricks you. It tricks me. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, science. this year is all about science. And you, my friend, you, Jill <laughs> at Kiehl's, okay, I trust you and everything you're going to sell me. And then I'll walk out having bought like $200 worth oh my of God. stuff. Is there, are there particular Kiehl's <laughs> products that you are loyal to? Yeah. So this is what I had heard. Actually, my husband's the one that Googled like what to do with, you know, what, what should be your regimen. I use like a clay cleanser Mm -hmm. (laughs) for light exfoliation and then, um, and then a toner that has little like weird algae stuff in it. Mm -hmm. Algae looking stuff. Like a kombucha, like putting kombucha on your face, Ooh. and and then and then just a ultra moisturizer that mm-hmm. they have. Yeah, I love that um, your skincare regimen has been a team effort with your spouse, and I think like especially so often in these kind of heterosexual relationships, I feel like the stereotypical story is like the woman cares and the man thinks it's stupid. And like, and I, I love that it's something you did together and kind of figured out together as a part of just getting older. I think that's, that's really beautiful. Oh, well, it's because I'm a super late bloomer and he's barely catching up himself. Like we both, we're both just shells of like, this is just a shell of an adult, like these bodies that we own. Um, We're just, so fun fact, both of my, my husband and I, both of our moms have schizophrenia. And so oh. we didn't like grow up learning maybe the typical things you might learn if you have a, you know, mother who isn't hallucinating all the time. And so I think, yeah, that's why we do things. We're like, we learn adulting together, me and my yeah. husband. Yeah. Or else I wouldn't have known to care about, you know skin. (laughs) That's, that's amazing that you both have that in common. I know you're doing a, unfortunately this will be after this will, you're, you're doing a show this weekend. That's a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. Um, And the whole lineup features people whose parents have mental illness and it's focusing on destigmatizing mental illness. Um, So I appreciate you talking about it because I don't feel like there are enough conversations about what it's like growing up with a, a parent who is, dealing with with mental illness I'm, I'm curious what your experience was like and i think it's so interesting hearing how it impacts you now as an adult too right yeah it's um yeah it kind of you know i never thought about it i had never realized why you know uh the, the 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 passenger side window in my car for example has been um jammed for four years because an ex-lover of mine broke it uh and now it's still jammed but sometimes it gets loose and it'll just come rushing down really fast anyway my husband doesn't have his driver's license right now because he has 
learning disabilities, he's scared of tests. So he just puts things off, for example, right? So I'm going to just tell you things that are wrong with us, but then <laughs> you'll realize it's because of the way we grew up. And so he's been putting off a driver's, uh, getting his driver's license. And then I've been putting off fixing that window. Uh, but because I drive all the time, he's the one that has to sit on that passenger's side. And every time I drive, he has to hold that window up with his hands. Oh my God. And we just deal with that. Yeah. We just do that. Who does that? And then one day it finally came down and jammed his finger. Oh God. You know, so like little moments like that, like, oh, during an interview, my makeup starts running, you know, cause it's so thick. Things like that. When it hits you in the face, you go, okay, I need to, I need to change. I need to adult. Right. And, 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 you know, we were hard on ourselves. We're like, why do we do this to ourselves? And we're like, you know, maybe it's okay. We give ourselves a break. At least we're going to make the change. But, you know, we did have schizophrenic moms. And so, um, yeah, sorry, I'm blabbing a lot, but no, no, that's, and what a, perf- like, what a beautiful metaphor for the, ex- for, like, to, to to imagine having to hold up a car window every time you get in a car is is kind of I imagine what it's that feeling of kind of having to hold things together in in handling someone else's mental illness. It's like that constant challenge and that you that you right. adapt to until it until it becomes almost too much. I don't know. I thought that was very profound. Yeah, th- that was very poetic. That was you should. Yeah. Do a book of metaphors because that <laughs> you can't even. <laughs> Okay. That, That's free. Uh, I saw the imagery. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Even, you know, that was, that was good. The connection. Um, my mind is being blown. I wasn't even ready for this. You know, I, I took a shower and then I didn't know I was sitting next to two, you know, two poets. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> what is your relationship with your mother now? Um, we're, we're closer than, uh, before, but I'm starting to become, take on more of the caretaker role. Mm. My grandmother takes care of my mom, but my grandma is aging. So, yeah. So I'm starting to buy her diapers and, you know, um, I'm the one with technological skills. So, you know, finding psychiatrists online and figuring out how healthcare, which, healthcare providers will cover what, you know, things like that. So I'm starting to, again, like do adult things because yeah, you, you like life goes on and then it catches up to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you are raised predominantly by your grandmother who mm-hmm. is a delightful uh, person who appears in your Instagram a lot. And Ed, what was that relationship like? And what have you kind of learned from her? She seems incredible. Yeah, she is so, she's a superwoman. She raised three kids on her own because, uh, she lost her husband when she was young. Wow. And then one of them had schizophrenia and she still takes care of her. But then she raised me too. I do mm. not. And she has the time to be fun to, you know, like she, she still has, uh, she loves Instagram. She loves dancing with me. Um, yeah, like that's, that's superpowers to still be able to find time to have fun, you know, when you're that busy, I think yeah. that's her self care. And, um, oh, recently though, she just found out she's allergic to gluten. Oh, oh God. Uh, Life is cruel. I was like, this woman went through <laughs> so much now she can't eat bread. Yeah. That's not fair. And also like to find that out at an older age, it's like, oh, really now? 
Yeah. 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 <sighs> and, the, and then, um, but you know, what's crazy is my mom is very physically healthy compared, you know, to my grandma and people always say, God, sometimes <laughs> when I've told this to people, they, they're like, well, would you rather be allergic to gluten or have schizophrenia? Which is a crazy question, I mm-hmm. think. But, um, the, the thing is my mom at least can still eat bread that didn't like pass down. So anyway, I hope, I hope you do not. I hope you also maintain the ability to eat bread. Yeah. Give me something, you know, cause <laughs> yeah. I'm buying diapers now. Yeah. 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 You deserve bread. Um, um other than nails, what are some of your self-care practices, especially now in pandemic times? Yeah, um, I'm not really great at self-care besides just like the things for your looks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that called? Uh, vanity? <laughs> just the things that will be seen by other people. Yeah, so I don't really, I don't like meditate, for example, or um, what else do people do? <laughs> well, I mean, you See, I you know. dance. I think oh, right. dancing is is like yeah. a big self-practice. I think it's a big self-care practice for a lot of people. And I, kn- I know you dance like on your Instagram, but I didn't know you taught dance at Heartbeat House. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, I did teach. Yes. Uh, you know, before this whole thing hit. Yeah, just twice a week for an hour. It was like such a fun thing for me. Um, and uh, yeah, that's something that I haven't been able to do now because I don't like teaching on Zoom as much. Yeah, I, I really get off on human energy, people being in the same mm-hmm. room. That's why I love stand up. That's why, you know, I loved uh, dancing with people in a studio. Um, yeah, so I guess that is self-care. Yeah. I, I still do like dance workouts at home by myself. And um, you s- go ahead, Kate. Oh, go ahead, Dory. I was just gonna say you started as a high school cheerleader. I did, yes, yeah. I- <laughs> and and were you a self taught fr- from that to dance, or was dance something you've done your whole life? My grandma always put me in like ballet and mm-hmm. jazz things like that, but uh, it, cheerleading is where I found. Where I found my groove. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. No, I was going to stop because that was, that sounded really bad in my head and it sounded really bad when I said it too. Cheer- high school is where I found my groove. <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> well, it seems, I mean, it seems kind of incongruous with who you are now to think of you as this like high school cheerleader. So it is interesting to hear that that is where you feel like you found your groove. Would you have guessed by seeing me or even like even the way I talk that I was a cheerleader? Never. No. no. I Yeah. I just feel like there's so many things about me that I'm shocked. It shouldn't be me. You know, I can, you know, I can twerk. Yes. I've seen it. Do you know that? And actually, I ha- go ahead. Sorry. Uh, oh, oh, no. Uh, well, I, I think I was reading an interview with you where you talk about like the actual physical mechanics of twerking and what a skill it is and how it really it's it's taken you practice and and time to learn which i thought was really um you know i feel like we, uh, twerking often gets overlooked or assumed to be easy and it's actually extremely challenging 
Right. And the techniques and, you know, the technicalities of like isolating certain parts of your hips while a bunch of other parts are moving like crazy. Mm -hmm. The other parts are you got to isolate. But I can, for example, but like that shouldn't have been a skill that me, Atsuko, with this face, this voice, my history, schizophrenic mom, formerly undocumented, whatever, Kiel's, you know, (laughs) uh, obsessed like obsessed with kills kind of person like you know what i mean like i feel like um that's a skill that should have belonged to someone else and um but anyway yeah i'm i'm just saying i'm discovering myself still yeah i was gonna say do you feel like you're you've kind of inhabited different lives yeah and i don't know if it's like a Gemini thing. Sorry to bring astrology. Oh, Jesus. We love it. (sighs) We love it. See what this neighborhood has done to me. Silver Lake. LA, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I I, I don't know if it's my sign thing. That's the only way I can figure it out or else I, you know, I I can open a bottle um, while I'm like twerking going backwards without looking at it. I can open a cap like throw oh. it off. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I, I'm, I'm impressed. That's not um, for me. Yeah. But, but it, I, it is. I, am, I think it is. And I am curious, like, how did you, how did you get into standup? What made you, what made you want to do standup? Yeah. I, I always liked performing, whether it was cheerleading or mm, I found theater very late, but senior year I found theater in school and, I loved it, and uh, and I always liked making people laugh. So when I had found out that it was something you could actually do as a job, stand-up, mm. um, it was through Margaret Cho's DVD, uh, Notorious mm. Cho Tour. The best. Someone passed it to me at church during sermon, said, hey, this is stand-up comedy. I said, okay, I'll go watch it <laughs> Just, you know, and that's uh-huh. how I did. And then I watched a woman just stand there and tell jokes. Like, literally, I was like, what? that That's a whole job. That's and she's having so much fun. The audience is having so much fun. You know, it was really cool to find out that that was respected as an art form. And it was a job. <laughs> and so um I think I had always put it in the back of my head because that, that was like sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And so when I dropped out of undergrad, it's always like something really goes wrong. And then you're like, I'm going to do that thing I've been thinking about forever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, yeah, I dropped out of undergrad and I said, well, I have some time. I, I, maybe I'll try. I, I, I can I'll do stand up. What can I lose now? I already mm-hmm. like, you know, failed at undergrad. <laughs> but you didn't fail at stand up. No, no, I didn't fail at stand-up. You're right. See, <laughs> I mean, wow. Like, mm-hmm, thank you. Thank mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you mentioned briefly that you were undocumented for several years uh, and you immigrated to the U.S. as a as a child. And now you you talk about that experience and I think provide... Uh, I think there's so many misconceptions and and untruths about what it means to be undocumented in America. What what does it mean for you, and and what would you want listeners to know about the experience of being an undocumented American? Yeah, I um, I mean, being undocumented 
I mean, you said it in the words undocumented American. You're just an American without papers, essentially, you know, because you do so many of all the, you do pretty much everything the same. You work, you pay taxes. You know, a lot of people don't know that undocumented immigrants pay taxes um, through a tax ID number, even if we don't have a social security number. Um, And we go to school. We have friends because you're able to go to school. You don't need a social security number to go to at, le- at least senior uh, year of high school. Um, you know, we go shopping. We have friends. <laughs> we we do a lot of the same stuff. Um, and so, yeah, that that's, I think if you just, you know, just say you're an American without papers, it, it might normalize it in people's heads. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you did a really wonderful interview that I, now I forget the the organization that did it, but also speaking about immigrating into the country just through air travel, coming on like a visitor's visa, which I think is how most people come into America undocumented. And yet we do not really, really talk about that much. And I just found it really powerful that you're able to kind of use your voice and your experience to, to, to humanize the experience in that way. Yeah. I mean, it's so easy to get on a plane. Well, it was easier. (laughs) Well, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Right. Or, you know, but um, relatively, you just say, hey, I'm going on a vacation somewhere. It's, uh, you know, I I had it luckier because I'm coming from a place like Japan that doesn't have that many restrictions on them. And so for us, we were like, literally, like my passport, my old passport said I was supposed to be back in Japan in two months. And then we just overstayed the visa by 17 years. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, I laugh now, but. Were you you kind of aware of your status as a child? I didn't know until I, I was older, like in high school when something went wrong, <laughs> something mm. always has to go yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could, I wanted to start driving like the rest of my friends. So I could do, you know, like I was saying, Oh, I could do so many things just like any other American, except for little things like drive or vote. Right. Mm. Or I don't know, buy a gun legally. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, I wanted to drive like my, my friends and my grandma was like, Oh yeah, you can't get a driver's license. And wow, I like, and I, th- and that's when she explained more about our status. And I was like, "Oh, is that why?" And then everything else made sense. I was like, "Is that why we live in a tiny garage?" Um, and you never. <laughs> is that why you always like keep a low profile? I always thought we were just shy, you know. Wow, that's so. And and of course, it's a time in high school too, where like everybody just wants to like fit in and be like everyone else. That that right. starts to come into play. That's really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to. I do want to ask about. <laughs> sorry, I haven't eaten lunch yet, so all this deep stuff. You know, I know. Sorry, we're really digging sorry, in. I know. No, we get I into it. it. I think it's so cool. You know, I came here ready to talk about Kiel's, um multi-corrective moisturizer, <laughs> which is the newest <laughs> lotion I got from them. <laughs> Anyway, I wanted to just ask you about stand up in general, because you did say you kind of you like getting that crowd energy Mm. and it's just not the same doing it on Zoom. So I'm wondering what 
has comedy been like during the pandemic and how Mm. are you kind of navigating that world? Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's online shows and it's a different muscle, you know, when you're telling jokes, sitting down, looking at a screen, but I've started to like zoom shows, which is not a good thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I was like, I think one day I was like, I think I like Zoom shows. I was like, wake up, Otsuka, wake up. This is all, <laughs> this is all fake. It's all an illusion. It's all temporary. You know, uh, one day you're going to have to find the strength to stay standing <laughs> for your entire set again. <laughs> and will you be able to do that? You know, it's much more intimate, you know, talking on Zoom. Um, people see every facial expression, yeah. which is actually helpful to the set sometimes because, um, yeah, I, I don't, you know, sometimes if you lean into the camera too during a punchline, it's funnier just because mm-hmm. it's so uncanny. I think that that's why, you know, it's making me a weaker comedian is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, interesting. That's really interesting. I mean, I, I don't think you're a weaker comedian, but. I'll, I'll take your point. <laughs> Thank you, Tori. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Asuka, this has been it's been so great to have you on the show. Like, we're so thrilled about it. And I mean, we have a shared mutual friend in Sammy Junio. So it's I'm so glad we finally got to actually have you here as well. I'm um, so happy to have been on. Yay! Where can our listeners watch you and and find you? online and and someday in person we'll get to that but where can they find you zooming stand up and doing other things dancing twerking yeah i'm just at otsko comedy on the socials and yeah that's where i put all my shows and all my dancing and uh yeah you'll see my grandma on instagram again soon she just came back from taiwan wow yeah thanks otsko thanks for having me Thank you, Atsuko. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live, 
in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, Asuka, I mean, what, what more is there to say? She's just the coolest. She's really, truly the coolest. I, lo- I really loved getting to talk to her. It was, it was a blast. It was really, really fun. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't seen her show or listened to her podcast, you need to do that now. Yes. And she is a hilarious follow on the Instagrams. And her grandma's on there a lot. And it's great. Yeah, she's I so like. Great. I like grandma content. Yeah. You know, I don't have any grandmas left. I don't either. But if I did, guaranteed neither of them would be on my Instagram. They'd be like, what is happening? (laughs) So a grandma on Instagram, I really appreciate. Uh, Well, Dory, let's intent here. Let's do it. Whoopity do. How's the checklist going? Terrible. Oh, but I have to say, I think it's because I tried to begin the checklist. I had like one or two good days. And then, you know, there was an attempted coup here in the United States. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that really, um, really uh, threw a wrench on all my self-care plans as I yeah. have kind of just um, been watching that unfold and feeling a lot of very upset and sad and angry feelings about it. And, you know, just like refreshing the New York Times app every two seconds and not doing all my checklist things. So I don't know. I'm kind of am doing some of them and I'm going to try to stick it out and see what happens. I will say I'm, I'm, can I describe something that I want and can someone tell me if this exists? Ooh. So I would really like a journal that I write in once a week and there is a prompt for what I write about every time. I can't handle a blank page right now. Okay. Have you have you seen the journal that Caroline Moss is doing? Yes, but I think it's daily. Oh. I'll text her and ask her. I, I have seen the journal she's doing. It's intriguing. I don't think I have it in me to do a daily journal. Mm-hmm. But maybe I do. Maybe I do. But okay, I don't but, sell yourself short. 
my daughter, like every night when I go to tuck my oldest daughter into bed and like check in and we read together, she always goes and does her journal. She has two journals that she's doing that are each have like these kind of daily prompts. And she's like, I got to keep up with my journals. And she goes and does it. She did it last night. And I was like, oh, I love her. I'm kind of a, I need to be doing this, but I need it weekly. So you know what, Kate? I just want to say like doing a journal should not be a source of stress for you. Well, that's why I'm seeking one that I do once a week and that provides me with the topic. Okay. Okay. Because I actually think I would like to write like if it's like, what are your hopes and dreams? Or like, what's your favorite animal? Like, I think I would like to write a paragraph. Yeah. About my favorite animal. Should we should we design a journal just for you? Yes, that's a great idea, actually. Well, I look forward to your journal with with prompts. I'll 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 write it with you. That'd be fun, right? Maybe we should make yeah, a journal. Let's make a journal. Why not? Okay. We don't have Everyone, anything else going uh, on. Yeah, that's what we're doing this year. We're making a journal. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my intention last week was I was talking about how I'm doing there's like a January challenge in the Peloton app to do some physical activity on the app every day or meditation and that I was doing it and I'm here to report that I'm still doing it. Whoa. I know. I almost broke the streak last night because I, I literally forgot to work out or do anything. And then at like nine 30, I was like, Oh, I got to do something. But the nice thing is I could just do a 10 minute restorative yoga class. And it was that's like the perfect. perfect way to end the day. Yeah. yeah so that's great. what you did. That's what I did. And I remembered that I used to do a short restorative class every night. Like in the beginning of the pandemic, I was I was doing um, yoga with Adrian like every night. Oh, that's right. You were. I know. And then I just kind of stopped. But I was like, oh, this is a nice practice. This is a nice wind down. Hmm, so maybe you found your thing again? Yeah, I mean, what's nice about doing restorative yoga is like I w- I could just wear the clothes I was wearing. I was just in like sweatpants and a sweatshirt. I didn't have to like put on like leggings or workout clothes or something. I could just stay in my clothes, get into some comfy poses, and call it a day. Yeah. But now, what are you going to do today, or what did you do today? I did a bike ride this morning. On um, I mean, a stationary bike ride. <laughs> But I did a live class, which is really, which is always really fun. And I don't get to do very often. Um, Oh, and what's always really fun on the live class is that there's always Forever 35 listeners riding along with me. And I like to give everyone a high five. So if you are a Peloton rider and you have the Forever 35 hashtag on your profile. And we have a ride together. Come find me. I'll find you. Are you just at Dory on Peloton? I am, yes. Well, I'm Kate Spencer. I love that. (laughs) I I guess I could be Dory Spin Freer. Hmm. That doesn't doesn't work for you. you? That's like a real me. (laughs) Me It's true. It is. Um, No, I'm just Dory on Peloton because I took some classes there five years ago in the studio when they were on class pass and no one knew what peloton was and i had to create profile and then when i got a peloton 
in 2020, my profile was still in existence and had the records of had the records of my rides from 2015. Whoa. I know it was weird. (laughs) Anyway. All right. So this week, your intention is what? Okay. So I talked on a previous episode about how I'm in like a big decluttering mode phase. You are. You are. You are getting rid of things. I really am. And so I've been selling a lot of stuff like in local kind of buy, sell, trade groups. But this week, I need to just start donating the stuff that I haven't been able to sell um, either to... I, I donate stuff to like the Council of Jewish Women Thrift Shop here in Los Angeles. Um, they don't take kids stuff though. So sometimes I bring that to Goodwill. There's also... I'm in a local buy nothing group. I'll probably give some stuff away on there. And yeah, just trying to like get it out. You got to make room for all that hair. Exactly. You get me. I do. You're going to just be, you don't need clothes. You've got hair to cover your body now. Exactly. Too much, too weird. Very weird. Very much. But (laughs) I'm into it. What can I say? Me. Very you. Well, look, Dory. Yes, Kate. It's so great to talk to you. Like cheers me up. Oh, cheers me up. I'm so glad. I mean, likewise, it, it cheers me up too. <sighs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate it. Oh, we do have to say the thing. We yes. Do you want to uh, go ahead and say it? Sure, sure. I forgot about the thing, which is that Forever 35 is hosted and produced by you, Dory Shafir, and me, Kate Spencer, and it's produced and edited by Sammy Junio. And Sam Reed is our project manager, and our network partner is ACAT. Yep. All right. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.